How's it going, everybody, and welcome to Just Nobody's Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm your host, Daniel. And today we're doing a podcast. Woo! If you're new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button and also hit the like button. It's the one with the thumbs up. It'll bring you positivity. It'll bring you good luck. It'll bring you happiness. It'll bring you, it'll help you find true love. It will. I heard if you hit the thumbs up, your significant other will be like, out there. Yep. Just tap it. <laughs> just tap it. You want some ice cream? Tap it. You want some food? <laughs> tap it. It'll just make you, your life better. Right. So tap it. Tap it. Do it, maybe, if you want. You should. You better. You want love? <laughs> also, comment what you want us to talk about. As you guys saw throughout this video, we took you guys' suggestions from last week, and we're talking about it this week. So make sure you comment so we could talk about it next week and actually talk about things you guys want us to talk about. So let us know. Help us out. We don't want to bore you guys, so make sure you... Hey. Just comment. Just comment. comment. Just comment. Oh, also, Ooh. last video hit like... 15,000 likes. You guys smashed it. You guys absolutely killed it. Just the nobodies. This is just the nobodies army. This is just the nobodies family. We're taking over. We're taking it over, baby. So if you're a part of the just nobodies family, make sure you hit the like button also. This week, because we are going to deliver, you guys asked us, you, well, we told you that we would do a social experiment if it got 6,000 likes. Oh, and you guys yes. crushed it. You guys absolutely demolished it. You guys are the best family on YouTube. So we're going to have to do it. Yeah. But you guys more than doubled the light goal. Whatever that social experiment looks like for you guys, we would love to hear your comments and let us know what you want us to do. Everything's on the table. We can go crazy. We could do something totally nuts. Yeah. So let us know what you want us to see. Let us know what you want to see, not what we want to see. Let us know what you want to see, not what we want to see. You want to see. Do you want to see Daniel fall into a dumpster, get dropped off at a garbage place? We could do that too. Wouldn't be the first time. So let's get into it. So Big news, we just heard, looks like Harrison Ford is going to be Thunderbolt Ross. Oh, man. What a comeback. I mean, the guy's never left. I feel like the guy's been <laughs> acting, like, for forever. Yeah, it's just long a, time. It's amazing how he just manages, like, every time in his life to find that big role, like, the biggest thing. And somehow in his 80s or whatever age he is, he's still managing to be, like, super relevant. This guy's in his 80s. He's going to be playing Red Hulk. Harrison Ford's an amazing actor. He's going to do something amazing with the character. He definitely has that attitude of, like, screw you, kids. Like, get out of here. Like, really tough. Yeah. You know? Very pessimistic. I think he's fit for the role, for sure. Yeah. Obviously, we know that for an 80-year-old guy, he's definitely probably the most fittest 80-year-old guy in Hollywood. Yeah, I really can't think of someone else. 80 years old. Yeah, and we know that he's just finished filming Indiana Jones. Like, it's pretty much done. Yeah. Like, the movie's done. Right. They already started showing, like, the trailer at D23, I think. I mean, him being able to do an Indiana Jones movie at his age is pretty gnarly. The, some of the stunts that he still is able to do is just incredible. Yeah, like, is he going to be running from a boulder in his 80s? Yeah, I, I think he'll <laughs> leave that up to, like, the <laughs> Disneyland cast members for that now. <laughs> okay, so this is some crazy news also. So, did you hear about the fifth grade teacher that actually had like a kill list and confessed it to one of her students? What? So like this fifth grade teacher wrote out names to like different like teachers that she didn't like, different students and like her principal and stuff and wrote out like a list of people that she wanted to kill. Are you serious? An actual kill list. A kill list. And she told one of her fifth grade students like, hey, like I have this list. Stop. She did not go and tell a child who she was going to kill. Yeah. And then that child snitched on her. Good. Yeah. Good. And she had a hit list. I'm shocked that one, obviously it's shocking that she had a kill list, right? And there's students on this list. Keep in mind, it's an elementary school. And two, what led her to like think like, I'm going to tell this fifth-year-old kid like about my kill list. Yeah, you got to be crazy. At that point, you wanted to get caught. That's yeah. crazy. That's stupid. I don't understand. Like, I think there's still like an ongoing investigation. I'm not sure where, like, I think what happened was the school like let her leave and uh -huh. then police went to her house and arrested her but i'm not sure where the case stands it just happened today that happened today yeah so like 
evidence is still unfolding we don't know if she's killed anybody we don't know if she had plans to kill someone that day like it's still very unknown okay if she's crazy enough to make this list full of elementary school kids and then she tells an elementary school kid that hey i'm gonna go kill some people these are the people i want to kill yeah i mean come on if you have a list like that you probably have done some bad stuff in your life yeah like has led you down this path of like oh yeah let me just make a kill list because that is totally normal did they say how long the list was no they haven't really disclosed what's on the list i think out of privacy to like people that's on the list yeah. but what i know it consists of is it consists of students it consists of colleagues of the teacher friends of the teacher and it also includes like the principal and some of the other faculties like that's not a teacher just from that it had to be a long list yeah. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. It's really disturbing. It's really disturbing to think about. Okay, just think about this. She got caught because no one knew about it, right? The yeah. only reason why she got caught was that she admitted to a fifth grade student. Just think how many people that may appear normal that exactly. may have like a list like this, right? Yes. Maybe there's a teacher out there that has the list that just never admitted to their student, right? But they, they're out there. Obviously, we would really want to understand what's going on in the teacher's brain. Yeah. But I wonder what happened where she like said like, okay, I want to tell the student like why I have this list. Exactly. What did you expect the student to do? I'm glad that the student went and told like the principal or told whoever he told, but gosh, what a traumatizing thing. Like who knows what she told that student in like, who knows like the details she shared with that person. Exactly. Who's going to want to send their kid to that school? No, I would sue that school. Yeah. I would sue him into the ground. Yeah. Cause that's really scarring. That is so screwed up. I'm going to like, at a loss for words. I don't even know. Speaking of like happier news, also scary news. It's happy and sad at the same time, depending on how you use it. So Tesla has just announced right last week, their Tesla robots. And they actually, Elon Musk did a full on demonstration of these robots, right? right? And it's gonna be like autonomous, it's gonna be AI, it's gonna be all this in one robot. Yeah. And it's supposed to help people with everyday tasks like errands, picking up your kids from school, walking your dog. I don't know how I feel about that. It's borderline too human. It is, it reminds me of iRobot because I think in the movie iRobot, it was all about how robots are helping everyday life, right? Helping take care of your kids, take care of um, your pets, right? right? Elon Musk really wants to make this affordable. So he's starting off, I believe, anywhere from 15,000 to $20,000 per robot. So he's making it cheaper than a you know Tesla car. Right. It's expensive. Yeah. Right? But it's also fairly affordable when you think about like robots and the, yeah. like, the capabilities of it. I mean, where are we out? Where, where is everyone buying robots? Nowhere. Yeah. The only robots I can think of is that like, that robot dog that you can buy. Yeah. But I think that robot dog's like a hundred thousand dollars. What? And it serves you. No, it has no purpose, right? It has yeah. No purpose other than just. Companionship. Oh, I could run. Yeah. But what's interesting is that Elon Musk really wants this to happen. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to release in 2023. So, like, it is so coming. It's right around the corner. Yeah. If this video gets <laughs> 6,000 likes, <laughs> we may or may not buy one. I would not want that near me. No, I know. And the fact that the physicality of the robot looks so human-like and now, like, just recently, there was a robot that actually just broke the record for like a, a record of speed in like running on a racetrack. What? It's so advanced in its speed that it's so scary to think about how, what happens if these robots become so strong, right? They have the physicality of a superhuman. Yeah. Right. As we see like with these robots, right? They're able to run super fast. Exactly. When they're physically stronger than you, 
right? We see exoskeletons and all this. What happens then? If we're done. Just, right. We're I mean, done. That's we're, what happens. Yeah. Even Elon Musk said, he did say this. He said, AI yeah. is going to like destroy the world. What is he doing then? There's an interview of him saying like, I try to stop him. I try to tell everyone, but he's like, they just didn't listen. But now he's making it. Yeah. Because he probably just said, you know what? Might as well make some couple pennies off of it. I don't understand that. It's just the way the world is. It's just all about like innovation. But at what point is the innovation going to set us back? Speaking of this, we see the new movie, Megan. Oh, Okay, God. this Study. AI doll that goes crazy. <laughs> Come on. They're telling us. I know. It's so funny. Speaking of Megan, like at the end of the trailer, yeah. right, you see Megan like get on all fours, right? She's like on her hands and legs and she's like, like yeah, she's she's going she, crazy. But she's running like a cheetah, right? And it's what's so funny is it literally looks like that one robot I was talking about. The one that just broke the record. Are you serious? Because it looks like one of those robot dogs, right? They. Oh my gosh. It's just <gasps> funny that they had her run that way. Dude. It's like, they know. They, they know. know. Okay, that's creepy. It just so happens to line up the robot announcement. Megan. Megan. Blumhouse. Scary. I don't like that. No, I know. It's scary because it's so... I just... In the trailer, all the ways they could have had her run, right? <laughs> just run like a normal person like, with your feet. Yeah. But instead, they just got to have her go... They got to have her run like the fastest robot on earth. Yeah. We can't have robots. We cannot live with that. We cannot live with AI. They'll become smarter than us. I mean, have you seen those robots? They have the AI robots that like you could talk to. And then recently they had to like shut one down because it started to have like its own mind. What? Like it started to have its own thoughts and it wasn't like what they programmed. It started going off script. It started like doing things that it was never supposed to do. That's crazy. I know. You, they you, just let it have a mind of its own. Yeah. Could you imagine like one day when you unplug it, it still keeps going? That's exactly what happens in Megan. Well, in Megan, she does say to her like power down. Yeah. But her power source is within her. Yeah, I guess. You could kind of like, maybe she could train herself. Be like, yo, don't turn off. Like she <laughs> says, turn off. So have you heard of horse diving? Horse diving. So a while back, there was a sport called horse diving. What they would do is they would have these horses wear like these blindfolds and they would walk up this ramp. Okay. This ramp was like 70 feet in the air and they stand on this ledge and there's a jockey on top of the horse. And all of a sudden the little ledge would break and the horse would fall from 70 feet and land in a pool of water. Okay. What's the point of that? So apparently these horses, okay, their trainers have claimed that the horses would do this on the daily. They would jump off the ledge, fall into the pool of water and that the horses actually liked it. Like it gave them a sense of purpose like they actually said like i'm excited to climb up the ramp today so this sport has been going on for like hundreds of years where i don't know how it started but i guess one day someone said let's just drop horses off of a cliff and let them fall in so the horses just fall into water and people actually liked watching that yeah there was actually going to be a tv show recently about horse diving but like animal activists and like different animal groups actually got it shut down these horses are just like literally climbing up they don't even know what's going on right they're blindfolded it's just the ledge breaks and you see the horse like struggling right there's like whoa <laughs> that's you know they fall i can see why it got shut down okay i mean that, yeah that's kind of crazy yeah, i like how the trainers say like oh the horses really like it, it gave them a purpose yeah like how did the horse know yeah and how, how they... do you know the horse said that to you <laughs> you should see the videos too. these horses just they just walk up right i mean who knows maybe they think they're just gonna walk up to get some food right and then they blindfold them so they don't know what's going on yeah they don't know where they are so then sure enough boom and you just see them okay let me just say this. There's a reason why they're blindfolded. It's probably because they wouldn't go up there if they saw how high they were. That is a good point. If they really liked it, why don't you take off the blindfold? Let's let them see and let them jump for themselves. Yeah. Dude, that's wrong. It is wrong. I mean, who thought of such a thing? They were doing some crazy stuff back then, man. Okay, so moving on. Now we're going to get into some, some theories, okay? Some theories. We all love theories. And let's just ruin some childhood today, okay? We're going to ruin stuff? We're going to ruin them. 
We're going to ruin them, make people really look into movies and say, yeah, that is screwed up. <laughs> okay. So do you know the crazy Finding Nemo theory about Crush the turtle? Do not ruin Crush. Okay, so we all know Crush from Finding Nemo, and he's always like super laid back, super chill, and he's almost acting as if he's high. But what if I told you that Crush the turtle is actually high? Like from drugs? Yeah, so the creator of Finding Nemo actually consulted like oceanologists to like make sure that the sea life and all the sea creatures in the movie are portrayed correctly. So when you look at Bruce the shark, he has a bunch of teeth, rows of teeth, just like great white sharks do in real life. And just like how Nemo was born in sea anemones, clownfish are actually born in sea anemones. But did you know that sea turtles actually get high a lot? So when sea turtles eat jellyfish, there's a certain toxin within the jellyfish that actually poisons a sea turtle. But this poison actually doesn't harm them. It just makes them feel like they're high. And scientists have said that the feeling that turtles have is equivalent to people that smoke weed and get high. And this is why sea turtles are addicted to eating jellyfish because they want to get that feeling of being high. Wait, so they're literally getting high. Yeah, so the theory is when crush the turtle is acting high, He's actually high. Okay, it is weird. He is always acting like that. It's pretty funny, like how they, like, they threw that in there. But it is true. It is true that, you know, he may be a little tipsy. It is true that no, he's tipsy. It is true. It is true. That's crazy. Yeah, so all you kids out there, don't do what Crush does. You may like Crush, but don't do what he does. Don't take Crush as a good example. Yeah, I used to I used to look up to him, but now I don't. And I don't think you should too. He needs to cut jellyfish out. We need to get him some help. We you need know, to... jellyfish is actually really good. What? I've eaten jellyfish. Where? Like Korean barbecue? Yeah. Where, where do you or eat something that? like that. I don't know where it was. What does but it it's look actually like? pretty good. What is it like squid? It's kinda like crunchy. What? It's almost like a vegetable. Like you're eating like grilled onions almost. Wait, no, I thought they're like all slimy. They're kinda slimy. So when you cook it, it gets crispy? A little bit. It's like al dente noodles. Okay, so it's not like calamari though. No. It's not as chewy. So you're saying it's like a noodle? Yeah, I would say jellyfish. Jellyfish is a different texture, but it's definitely one you feel like you've experienced before. I'll have to try it. One yeah. Day. Comment if you've tried jellyfish and make sure you cook it because I don't think you could eat that stuff raw. No. Because you'll end up like Crush the turtle. Yeah. Probably die. Actually. No, you'll probably die. Yeah, sea turtles actually. You're dead. Don't do it. Because I mean, even like the severed tentacles are stinging people. I know that people can die from jellyfish. Like just stinging you. I'm pretty sure they can. If you don't treat it. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta pee on that thing. Is that true? Is that a true thing? I don't know. I always wonder that because you hear people say that. There's some people that say that it works, and there's also some people that say that it's a myth. But like, I think growing up, I was told that. If you get stung, you got to pee on it. Right. That's what I was told. But then some people are like, it's going to get infected. Yeah. It seems like you're putting way more germs on the situ like on the, on the wound if you pee on it. Yeah. But then some people tell me like, oh no, there's something in your pee that actually helps the wound. So I'm like, really? That's weird. So going back to crazy news, do you know all the scary things that have been happening at the Euphrates River? What's going on there? Okay. So the Euphrates River is actually located in the Middle East and it's considered one of the longest rivers in the world, but it's actually drying up. Like it's almost completely dry, but where the river is drying up, they're actually finding caves and different structures that have been under the river this entire time. But it's actually really scary that they're finding this. I don't get what's so scary about that. So what's crazy is the drying up of the Euphrates River is actually written in the Bible. And in the book of Revelations chapter 9, 14 through 9, 15, it says, release the four angels bound to the great river Euphrates. And then it says the angels were released to kill a third of all mankind. So what you're saying is when the river dries up, it's basically the end of the world. Yeah, and just to put that number in perspective, a third of the world is 2.6 billion people. And it's just super weird that they're finding all these caves 
under the Euphrates River. Yeah, it's really strange that they're finding caves underneath the river where they're supposed to be the angels. Right. Like, it's kind of crazy. Pretty scary. Yeah. Okay, so moving on from all that, it's time to bring back the social experiments. So have you seen the experiment that showed how obedient people are? No. Okay, so this lady was wearing everyday clothes and she went out on the street to instruct people and give them a bunch of random rules that were completely made up to see if they would listen. So she would tell people, oh, you can't stand there. Don't step there because the ground is forbidden there. Don't step on it. Or she would tell people that were standing on a bridge, oh, there's actually a no standing policy here. You have to keep walking. There's no stopping. And nobody listened to her. No one's gonna listen to some random person just telling them stupid rules. Right. But then she decided to put on a yellow vest and hold a clipboard and go out and do this again. So she told a group of three girls that were walking together. She said, oh, you have to walk in a straight line. We have a straight line policy only. You can't walk as a group. And they started doing it. And then she told a mom that she couldn't bring her kid in a stroller in a certain area, even though there were other parents with strollers. And the mom was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'll move. I won't get in your way. And then a group of guys came with backpacks on. And she said, oh, we actually have a backpack policy. You can't wear backpacks in this area. You have to actually hold them in your hand. And they all started holding their backpacks in their hands. Are you serious? They all just listened to the lady? Yeah. So just because it looked like she had authority, they listened to her. That's actually really scary to think about. Right. You could go listen to a random person that has a vest on just because you think they have authority. It's like when you're in school, right? And you see like an adult walk in and you just assume like this adult's well-dressed. They must be like a teacher or like a worker. Or exactly. Something. I better listen to them. Right. It's so freaky like that. It's so weird that it had an effect on like older age people that aren't kids. Yeah. And they see a person with a vest on that it's automatically like, oh, I got to listen to you. Right. But once she put on the normal clothes, nobody listened to her. That's so weird. Okay. So on to the next one. Have you heard of the experiment that exposed people that sign things without reading it? To be honest, I feel like I do that a lot. Yeah. So this one gets pretty crazy. So this lady stood in the middle of New York and was just screaming, hey, free iPad giveaway. Come join and enter the free giveaway. So obviously people got really interested and they started coming up to her and she said to register all I need is your email and your name and all you have to do is accept the terms of service like you know like the thing where you have to update your iPhone yeah and I always hit agree right so everyone was like sure I'll do it and they hit agree to the terms and conditions without reading it and then the lady would bring out a little girl and say okay here's your new daughter hope you have a wonderful life and obviously the people were super confused but in the terms and conditions that they didn't read but they agreed to it said that they would have to foster a newborn daughter and they would have to keep her and if not they would need to get their lawyer they literally could put whatever they want in those terms and conditions and no one would know yeah and some of the people even agreed to donate a whole kidney and they start freaking out but it's all because they didn't read the terms and conditions and they accepted it i guess everyone's gonna have to start reading things now but that's scary right imagine all the times you hit agree to those terms and conditions on all these different websites all these different platforms yeah you don't know what they're putting in there i know but it's just so scary how think about this if you really want to scam someone you just have to make that list so long like hundreds and hundreds of pages right who has time to do that out of that whole experiment only one person didn't sign it because they said i'm not doing it because i can't read it how long was the form they made it really long yeah because who's got time for that exactly that it's here like free ipads like sure yeah. what's the worst they're gonna put in these terms and conditions right exactly if you really think about it if there's nothing sketchy why do you need a long terms and conditions right like why do you have to make so much verbiage in it exactly if it's so simple right it's just an ipad giveaway why do you need that yeah you're hiding stuff you're hiding stuff comment if you've ever signed up for something without reading it if you're saying no you're lying and if this video this social experiment helps you to learn to read it make sure you hit the like button because happiness happiness love unscammable people let's go okay so moving on i have another crazy story this week last week you guys asked for more scary stories i don't know if this is scary it's more of
It's a thriller. It's exciting. Okay, Ooh. so if you're new to the channel, you like stories. Every week there's a new story because you guys wanted it. So make sure you hit the subscribe button and also hit the like button. It really means a lot. If you hit the like button, it means like you want more stories and we can under like we understand. Okay, more stories. I got you. More likes, more stories. Okay, so like I said, if you're new to the channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button and let's get into this story. Let's get this story going. <laughs> Let's get it on. So do you know the true story about a guy that got stuck in the deadliest prison in the world? No. So it's based on a true story and it starts with this guy named Tim and he's walking on the street with these two big bags and he decides to put one bag in a dumpster and then he puts another bag on the sidewalk and then he just walks away. So then all of a sudden an explosion happens and all these little papers fly out of the bags and these papers were used to spread awareness for social justice. That's a good thing. Yeah, it is. But Tim gets arrested. So his girlfriend sneaks him some money and then when Tim goes to court, the judge finds all this evidence of all the little bombs that Tim has made and they found Tim guilty and they also found his friend Steven guilty so they decided to put Tim and Steven in the deadliest prison called Pretoria and when they get to the prison the captain of the whole prison already just hates their guts that's never a good thing so one of the prison guards takes Tim and Steven throughout the prison and show them around and as Tim's walking through he notices how secure this prison is there is no way out each cell is surrounded by bars and there's also an iron door that's in front of each cell so you're stuck there so that night Tim tries to sleep but he is just sleepless he's so stressed out is he in the cell by himself yeah so he has his own cell so the next morning they all go to breakfast and tim meets this guy named dennis and dennis tries to explain to tim how all the prisoners are different so the prisoners that wear blue shirts are actually murderers and the prisoners that wear gray shirts were actually just prisoners because of small crimes so steven tells dennis like hey look we're gonna escape this place we're not staying here for long and while steven was telling dennis about them trying to escape one of the other prisoners named leonard heard them talking about it so later that day dennis is trying to tell steven and tim there is no way of escaping there's all these security guards there's there's a sniper on top of the roof. There's a sniper on top of the wall. It's like fully locked down prison. No one's ever escaped from here. Seems like even if you get out of the prison, you're not going to get very far. Yeah, so Leonard walks up to them and asks them like, hey guys, I want to be a part of this. I want to try to help you guys. But while they're talking, they don't realize that the captain of the prison is watching them from above and sees them talking and notices something's up with those guys. So a couple days go by and Tim starts to look at his cell and the keyhole in the cell. And he gets out a piece of paper and he starts trying to measure the length of the keyhole. And he gets a piece of wood and he starts trying to figure out if he could design a key that would fit in that hole. I don't see how that could work. Yeah, so Tim goes up to Leonard and Steven and tells them, hey guys, I think we could make wooden keys to make a special key to escape out of the cell. And Leonard and Steven think he's crazy and like they think that's impossible to do. Where can you even get wood in a prison? So Steven thinks that they could steal some of the wood from the workshop and during lunch, Leonard tries to make a huge distraction to distract the guards. And this allows Tim to look at the guards' keys and really study and try to memorize what the key looks like. And since Tim has a really good memory, he's able to remember what the key looks like and that night he was able to draw out a version of the wooden key so every chance tim got to look at the guards keys he would study and really try to observe it and he would go into the workshop and steal wooden sandpaper so he could start designing the wooden keys how could he make keys out of wood so tim's still trying to figure out how to do it but he manages to steal some wood from the workshop and he sticks it in his thermos but as he's leaving the workshop the guard says all the prisoners we want you to line up because we want to inspect you so the guards want to check everybody's thermos to make sure they're not stealing anything okay why would tim hide it in his thermos then well it was a mistake because the guard notices that tim's super nervous and he's like hey i want to see you so tim has to hand him his thermos but the guard checks it and he doesn't think anything of it it's like okay there's nothing here so it gives it back to tim so later that night tim takes the wood back to his cell and for hours he just keeps sanding away at this wood to make this wooden key 
and after working on it for a very long time he finally had a wooden key and he sticks it in his cell and it opens up the cell so it actually worked but there's one problem even though he opened up the cell there's still like an iron door right in front of him and on this iron door there was no keyhole wait how do you open it then so there's actually a keyhole on the other side of the door so the next day tim looks at that keyhole from the outside and he realizes what kind of key he would have to make so he's able to make a wooden key for the iron door too so when they're doing chores tim has leonard keep watch for the guard and tim starts trying to mess with the key and see if he could fit it in the iron door but the first time he puts it in he realizes it's not fitting so tim has to pull it out and starts trying to reshape it with some sandpaper and then he puts it in again and this time it actually works and unlocks dude this guy's a genius yeah but then tim realizes that the key is stuck in the keyhole and he can't get it out he's done so leonard yells at tim hurry up because the guard's coming so tim is trying to like struggle and try to get that little piece of wood out of the hole and right before the guard walks up to tim tim managed to get the last piece of wood out but there's one problem tim didn't manage to get the lock back into the door so when the guard goes up to the door he notices the lock is hanging out and he just like looks at it and he doesn't think anything of it and just like closes it up and fixes it so leonard and tim and steven all get together to discuss how they're going to get these wooden keys and how they're going to get out of this prison so they start trying to like talk about different ideas and nothing's working for them but then they see this broom and they look at this broom and they realize this broom is the perfect length to be able to help them escape so tim decides to make this tool where the key can attach to the broom but the first time he tries to use this tool the wooden key falls off the device and falls on the ground and he can't reach it he tries to use the broom and it's not happening they're just messing up their entire plan yeah so tim is just panicking because the key is on the ground so what he does is he gets a piece of chewing gum chews it puts it on the broom like on the end and then he uses that to like connect to the wooden key and he like pulls it up and manages to get the key back so this makes tim super happy because they actually found a way to make this escape possible so they make a bunch of wooden keys and they put it in a jar and they go like hide it in the dirt outside the prison it definitely seems better than keeping it in the cell but the guard sees tim and his friends talking around the dirt and he thinks something's up but then he goes up to tim to try to get an answer out of him but tim just says oh we're just doing yard work for the prison so tim realizes that their time is super short because the prison is on to them and they need to get out quick so that night tim tries to test out the keys again and they find out that the key works on every single cell in the prison so tim makes a new friend and his friend's name is potluck and potluck helps tim be able to get like a map of the entire prison but a guard catches potluck helping tim at this point i don't see how they're going to get out so a couple days pass by and a guard walks up to tim's cell to bring him a new pair of glasses but while he brings the pair of glasses to tim he tells tim that they had to kill potluck because he broke the rules they killed him yeah so this makes tim really mad and he wants to avenge potluck's death so that night what he does is he makes like these fake body doubles and he hides it in his bed to make it look like he's sleeping and that night him and leonard go out to test more of the keys to make sure they work but as they're testing out the keys they hear one of the guards walking towards them so they have to go hide in the closet so then the guard walks past them and they hop out of the closet and start working again and they manage to open up the final cell but once they unlock the final cell all of a sudden the guard starts coming back towards them again so they have to hide but in the process of getting into the closet again they're dripping sweat on the ground so when the guard walks up to the sweat they he thinks like wait a second oh this is my sweat i must have been sweating and doesn't think anything of it so now they unlocked all the cells yeah so they hide the keys in tim's room and they put in this little can but then the next morning all the guards come to tim's cell and they like wake him up and they say like why didn't you wake up for like the wake-up call today and tim just tells them like sorry i was just tired like i just didn't hear the wake-up call so the guards don't believe him and they just start tearing down everyone's cell and trying to find like secrets or anything that someone's hiding but then one of the guards knock over the cup with the keys in it in tim's room and they all fall on the ground and the guards like what are those on the ground and tim like picks it up and he's like panicking and he like lies to them and says like oh these are used to hold up my pictures but the guard really doesn't believe him but he tells tim like i'm on to you these guards are honestly pretty dumb yeah so every night tim starts trying to practice breaking out of his cell and he keeps practicing and he starts trying to make more keys for all his friends so that all the prisoners can escape the prison and him and leonard manage to steal like regular civilian clothes that they can all use when they escape so a couple days go by and tim finds out that he 
has like a rapid infection in his teeth so he has to go to the doctor's office but while they're transporting him to the doctor's office he realizes like a new security wall is being built and this totally changes the plans how is he going to get all the prisoners out well what he does is he holds a meeting for like all the good prisoners that he wants to help escape and he tells all the prisoners that he made 30 extra keys that he can help everyone escape but all the prisoners are like dude even if we escape we're gonna like go outside and there's snipers on the wall so we're gonna get shot it's literally impossible to get out of here yeah i don't think they would survive that so that night tim steven leonard realized this is the night we're gonna escape so they get all their keys together and they get a bunch of regular clothes that they put on and they're changing into it but while they're changing into the civilian clothes all of a sudden one of the guards starts walking towards them but then right before the guard could see them one of the prisoners kill the lights and all the lights in the prison shut off so the three of them get away and they use their keys and they're getting through the doors and they reach the final door to leave and they put their key in and they realize that the key is not working. So they start panicking like, oh my gosh, we're stuck here. We're gonna have to go back to prison. And Leonard tells them there is no way we're going back. So he gets a screwdriver and just starts banging into the wall, hoping they like crack the door. So eventually he's able to crack open the door just enough for them to break the door open. So once they get it open, they have to look and use a mirror to find the sniper and they just walk out of the prison and they get away. Wait, they walked? They walked out, got in like a taxi and head to London. Head to London? Yeah, they went to London. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They were just able to walk out. They walked out dude what and it was it's a true story and like even like the guys actually managed to go to the premiere of the movie are you serious like the real guys to make wooden keys that's insane especially off of memory he's yeah like looking at the key and he's like oh yeah that's how you make it i'm gonna make it just like that that's crazy isn't that nuts? and to make 30 of those yeah he tried to help everyone but only three of them ended up getting out just those three main guys yeah wow so guys make sure you hit the subscribe button also hit the like button and comment below any suggestions on stories or whatever you want me to tell next week on the podcast so i guess we'll conclude the podcast with that right yeah we'll send it like that and uh if you're new to the channel please hit the subscribe button and also hit the like button and comment what you want us to talk about next week also comment what social experiment you guys want us to do if you want us to design one that's like public people like on the street or if you want us to like get like our friends that are creators like let us know what you want us to do okay so if this video gets seven thousand likes we'll give away a hot toy one of these one of these, one of these, one of these hot toys. We'll give it to you guys. If you get 7,000 likes, make sure you comment your favorite topic or your favorite thing about the Just a Nobody show so that we know that you want to enter the giveaway and also hit the like button. And we'll see you guys next week, Saturday on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and we'll see you tomorrow on TikTok. See you on the TikTok. God bless you guys. We love you so much. See ya. Love ya.